Welcome to Ridgewood Talks. Through this podcast, we will be introducing you to some of the leaders and legends in our village. We'll keep you updated about fascinating local events, and we'll dig into the town's hot topics and so much more. But first, let me introduce myself. I'm Jeannie Johnson, the founder of Ridgewood Talks and Ridgewood Walks. The goal of these initiatives is to create a kinder, more connected, and more vibrant community. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting this podcast with my good friend and all-around wonderful guy, Jordan Kaufman. We look forward to meeting with you weekly and hearing your thoughts on who and what you'd like to learn about in our beautiful hometown. Enjoy this episode. Hi, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I am excited to introduce you to two prominent members of our community and bring information to you about one of Ridgewood's oldest and most revered institutions, the Ridgewood Historical Society and Schoolhouse Museum. For those of you who don't know, the Historical Society is dedicated to preserving, collecting, researching, and interpreting historical information about our local area. It was created as a way to help future generations and current generations understand their heritage and the history of our village and Bergen County. So every year since I don't know when, the Historical Society designs exhibits featuring items that tell a story about our hometown. The museum, of course, is inside one of Ridgewood's first schoolhouses, the little one-room schoolhouse, which opened in 1873, 150 years ago, was operational as a school until 1905. The schoolhouse is on the National Register of Historic Places and is the property of Old Paramus Church, but of course, it is maintained by the Ridgewood Historical Society. So today, we're going to chat with one of our valued trustees, Vicki Herbert, who's been a member of the Ridgewood Historical Society for 20 plus years. And we're also going to speak to one of our newest and most enthusiastic members, Sarah Ferranda. Like I said, we're going to talk about the importance of the Ridgewood Historical Society and Schoolhouse Museum. And there's absolutely nobody better to discuss that than Vicki Herbert, because she has invested so much of her time, talent, and treasure to this organization. And then we're also going to find out more about the 150th Schoolhouse Anniversary Gala coming up on Thursday, May 18th at Felina. So ladies, welcome and thank you for being here. Thank you, Jean. We're happy to be here. So Vicki, I'm going to start with you. I have been a fan of the Schoolhouse for more than 20 years, but I have been officially involved since 2008. Okay. Well, did I get my facts right about when it was built and so on and so forth? You did your homework very well. Okay, perfect. So tell me, what are some of the things that you love the most about the Ridgewood Historical Society and Schoolhouse Museum? I think that having it be uh, the steward of the general village knowledge and life of the village is really an important thing to do. We are destined to repeat history if we don't learn from it especially these days. And I think that having our artifacts be a conduit to the future from the past is a very important thing to continue. Oh, I love that answer. That's so important. I agree. Um, What are some of the items that are in the collection 
are most meaningful to you? Well, I have a uh, partiality to all the textiles and our vast costume collection. Um, we have a very beautifully preserved 18th century dress that we don't show quite often because it is very delicate. We have a wedding dress from 1804 that is just magnificent. We are very happy to be uh, the stewards for Henrietta Hawes's trousseau and her wedding dress. Um, we also have her gavel from when she was president of the Women's Club. We have artifacts from Lilinape all the way up through 1989. We are always collecting because history never stops. Right. And you know, one of the items that I am the most intrigued with in the museum is the letter from George Washington. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? We are so very fortunate to have this as part of our collection. It was written by Washington and he and his troops were stationed on the grounds of the old Paramus Reform Church. He and his troops were living there on their way between battles. Um, unfortunately, they also were holding a court martial trial there for General Lee uh, for treason and abandonment. So Washington is speaking about the trial in this letter. So for it to have be talking about what was happening right on the grounds beneath your feet where you're standing reading the letter, I think is so very special. I do too. I think it's just amazing to think that George Washington spent time and did very critical work for the war effort right here in Ridgewood. It's, it's absolutely fascinating to me. I also know that there's some other artifacts with another president, uh, Abraham Lincoln. What do you have about that? We have an engraving done by Richard resident Boutre, which is uh, very special to have. We also have a letter with a signature from Lincoln. So it's just, and the school children especially love to come in and see these things from these icons that make them come to life and become actual real people who sign their names to things. Yeah, that's really cool. I also really love all of the farming equipment that you have in the museum. And I think the thing that has delighted me the most as I have been a member of this Ridgewood Historical Society is watching little kids come in. Now, if I if I am communicating this correctly, we really haven't had as many school groups in the building as we would like to have had over the last couple of years since COVID. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that and why that sort of slowed down a little? Oh, well, the world kind of stopped during the pandemic years. Um, hard to believe it's been three years, but we're on our fourth year of this nonsense. Uh, before that, we did have pretty regular visits from the uh, children in third grade. Local history is part of the third grade curriculum through the village. So third grades would come and learn all about how this was a one-room schoolhouse and the bell would ring and draw all the children from the neighboring farms to come to school. They are fascinated by the fact that at the time you only had to go to school for 12 weeks. They did not have to be consecutive weeks because you were used for labor on your family's farm. Unfortunately, now the schools have so much to cover that taking field trips is, they really have to pick and choose where they're gonna put their priorities. Um, we would love to see Ridgewood third grades come back. We've also been doing uh, a big outreach trying to get to go into the schools. 
We were just at Willard Founders Day, their local history day. Um, we brought a dog and pony show into them. So that was fun. And we're hoping to but let me just make it clear. It wasn't a literal dog and pony show. <laughs> it was just artifacts from the museum. But anyway. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. We don't have pets on premises. <laughs> and I believe you did something over at Ridge too, right? Yes. We, uh, we were there for their international day. And I guess I misspoke. I guess it was Ridge, not Willard. Oh, okay. Um, that's fine. It's very exciting that we have this museum in Ridgewood. In fact, the Schoolhouse Museum is Ridgewood's only museum. And I want to make it my mission that every single resident in Ridgewood visit at least one time because there is so much great information in there. It's just fascinating. I mean, we are open every Saturday and Sunday from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. And people can come in and they can take that entire time to look through everything that is in this particular exhibit, which is called Object Lessons. And again, I don't want anyone to miss this. It's located at 650 East Glen Avenue, uh, right adjacent to the old Paramus Church, just walking the grounds. There's just something really special about it to to know that area was so, again, pivotal in the founding of our nation. So with that, I want to also point out that it is the schoolhouse's 150th anniversary. As I mentioned in the introduction, the school was actually built in 1872, but it went into operation in 1873. So we're really excited to celebrate this milestone and to also you know, bring attention to this museum, bring attention to the school, uh, to the historical society, and really how important it is to our community. So now I want to talk to Sarah for a minute. Sarah, tell us everything that you can about our gala. Absolutely. And just to echo, as a resident going to the Schoolhouse Museum, I highly recommend going. When you get there, everyone Working at the museum is so willing to share all the stories, bring out photos. Uh, you could really sit there and get lost for uh, hours. So I highly, highly recommend residents take their kids, go grab a coffee, go walk through it. It's something that you'll really get a lot out of. So a little bit about the 150th anniversary gala. It's being held on Thursday, May 18th at Felina. And as we know, Felina is part of the historical downtown Ridgewood. And uh, we'll be having live music. So you could dress up, have fun, grab your girlfriends, go with your partner, make a night out of it. Uh, the Ridgewood Historical Society, they're all volunteers, volunteering their time. So anything you can donate outside, if you can't make the gala, if you could go and donate anything you can uh, to help support these educational activities and preservation of the artifacts. That's great. You know what? I'm really excited about the gala because one of my favorite bands, Sold Out, is going to be there. And for those of you listening who may not know this information, years ago, local musicians decided, you know what? We want to help support the historical society. So we're going to do an acoustic night and we're going to call it Unplugged. So all of these musicians in town came to the museum for a couple of weekends in the middle of winter every couple of years and had great concerts. That concert series grew so wildly 
that they've moved it now to the Hermitage. And that revenue that they generate from those performances, some of that comes back to the Historical Society, but it was a big chunk that is missing from our bottom line. And so that's why, that's another reason why we want to have this gala, because we really want to kind of refill our coffers uh, from that absence. So we're really hoping that everyone who is a fan of Unplugged will come out again. Sold Out is one of the bands that is part of the Unplugged community. They are incredible. They play mostly 70s, 80s, and 90s hits, although I've asked them to play a couple of hits from the 1920s for this gala, which is going to be super exciting. Again, Sarah, you mentioned that it is cocktail attire, but if you want to dress up as a 1920s flapper, or you want to come with your pocket watch and your suspenders and your fedora, or what, what is it? Is it a fedora that they wore back in the 20s? I don't yes. know. Okay. So if you want to dress up like that, love to see that too. That would be great. Our MC is uh, former Mayor Ramon Heche. Uh, we have a couple of auction items. Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about this auction items? Absolutely. So we will have a bunch of auction items, some including dinner at Ulrich featuring the Emmy award-winning culinary producer from Rachel Ray. We'll have a custom piece of jewelry from Marcosi and Fine Jewelry. And we'll also have children's packages, including uh, signed books by the author Christina Geist. So we'll have that, those and many more for you to live auction at the gala. I'm excited about that. And, and we're going to do a little twist to this gala. And we'll have those live auction items, just a, a few. But we're really asking people to come and help the museum by donating a package that would help those third graders get into the museum and visit the museum. And not just Ridgewood kids. We want to go into Bergen County and we want to take some underserved communities and, and pay for them to be able to come in and take a look at that beautiful wedding dress. Take a look at that letter from George Washington. We also have a sword on display from the Revolutionary War. There are some Civil War uniforms that are there. We want all the kids in Bergen County to be able to experience this and understand that they are standing on historic ground. So we're asking people to make a donation to do that. We need some other items in the museum. For example, we need a new laptop. We need a new printer. We need a couple of items for the museum. We want to preserve a quilt. Vicki, what can you tell me about that quilt? I think it was sewn like in the 1800s. What, what is that quilt? This is actually one of the oldest items in our collection. It was a quilt made overseas and came with one of our original Dutch ancestors around 1800. So it's an 18th century quilt carried over to the new world in the 19th century and has been in the, the Dutch family for generations. And the family was generous enough to share it with us. It really is a spectacular piece. It's one uh, we've shown it to several quilt experts and they get all giddy about it because it's so, so special. Tell me what it's appraised at. What, the do what is the dollar amount? We don't appraise things because you really can't replace it. I mean, the 18th century fabrics really are irreplaceable. We um, had to have it conserved and we had to have repair work done on it 
to ensure that uh, Ridgewood residents for more generations will be able to appreciate it and not bust $10,000, which was a big chunk of money for an organization like us. Wow, that is a lot of money. But when you think about the historic relevance of it and the actual handiwork of that quilt, it's really spectacular to take a look at that. So Vicki, I know that there are a lot of artifacts in the museum. Um, how many are actually featured in the exhibits? I know it looks like we have a lot of things out on display in the vitrines and through all the different gallery spaces. What you're seeing is maybe two or 3% of the entire collection that is owned by the Ridgewood Historical Society. Everything else is stored in the attic. Uh, we do have an off-site storage center for larger furniture pieces that we can't display all the time. But there are tens of thousands of pieces that we own, that, which is why we do new exhibits every year to give every piece a chance to come out and play and be seen. That is so awesome. And I would imagine the operating budget is pretty extensive. You need a lot of money to be able to preserve those items and put those exhibits together and advertise and so on. So that's why this gala, I think, is so important. So those of you who are listening, we are just inviting you to come to one of the best celebrations in town this year, Thursday, May 18th at Felina. Again, it is a Roaring Twenties theme. There's going to be an amazing band there. We're going to have a great time. I know, Sarah, you did a, a photo booth. Um, we're going to have all kinds of little Roaring Twenties paraphernalia for people to goof around with. What else can you tell us, Sarah? You're going to want to come down to Felina on May 18 for the Ridgewood Historical Society Gala. It's going to be fantastic. You could get your tickets at the ridgewoodhistoricalsociety.org and there's a splash page there where you could buy your ticket. Also, if you're an organization in town, please look at the sponsorship opportunities. We're developing this really great enduring program that you could place your ad in. That is still open. So check out the website, buy your tickets before they sell out and it's going to be a really, really good time. I will be there. I know a lot of my friends will be there. So grab your friends, grab your partners, and I will see you in a month. I can't wait. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the committee members. Of course, Sarah is a very instrumental part of the committee, uh, as is Gail Gezi. Martha Fickinger, Katie Kearns, and myself. And we've been working really hard. And one of the other things that we want to do, apart from celebrating the 150th anniversary for the schoolhouse, is we really do want to honor these trusted and valued trustees. Again, Vicki Herbert, who is here on the show with us. And then we have Candace Latham, or as most of you might know her as Daisy Latham. You know, Daisy has been a Ridgewood resident for over 40 years, and she was a beloved Ridgewood Public School teacher and librarian. Uh, and since she retired, Daisy has just poured her heart and soul into community volunteering. She's been, as I mentioned, an invaluable member of the Historical Society. And, you know, she's served on the board in various capacities. And she's also 
done a lot of work for College Club. She's been a part of that organization for 20 years. And I think Daisy was one of the first people who spearheaded the used book sale over at Somerville School. And that is a lot of work. Every week for many months, she is down in that basement at Somerville sorting those books and doing what she can to raise money for College Club. So if you've purchased a book from College Club, if you visited the museum, please come and honor Daisy's efforts at the Historical Society Gala, as we said, on May 18th. And then we have another beautiful trustee. Her name is Joyce Hamburger. Uh, she's been part of the Historical Society for probably 20 years as well. And, you know, we're really excited for her that she's going to be moving out of Ridgewood. She and her husband, Peter, live in a historic home here in Ridgewood. In fact, they were generous enough to put their home in the historical house tour back in 2019, their house was built in the 1860s. So that is, it's an incredible place. Um, so obviously they are both history buffs and Joy, of course, has given so much of her time to the Historical Society by curating all of these exhibits through the years. And as I mentioned, they're moving out of Ridgewood. And so we want to bid our farewell to Joy and Vicki, we got to say goodbye to Vicki too, but she's leaving. She's moving up to Massachusetts so she can spend time with her gorgeous little granddaughter, Gwendolyn, who was born on one of the best days of the year. <laughs> and I say that because Gwen and I share the same birthday on January 12th. So we're really going to miss you too, Vicki. And I'm so happy that you carved out time to talk to us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jean. And thank you so much for all you do, first of all, for the village, for the community, but mostly for the historical society and the work that you're doing to really raise everybody's knowledge if I had a dime for every single person who walked in the museum doors and said, oh my God, I had no idea that this was here. I've driven by every single day for 20 years and I finally decided to commit. I could retire a very rich woman. So thank you for raising um, awareness of the Historical Society and the museum and for being a generally all around best person ever. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. And Sarah, thank you for jumping on. I can't tell you, you know, having, knowing now that Vicki and Joy are moving on, it's such a relief that somebody of your caliber who can sort of, I'm not going to tell you, you cannot surpass their energy, but you come very close and I'm so grateful. So thank you for all of the things that you are doing to again, like Vicki said, bring awareness to the historical society and the museum. It's so very, very important. So thank you. Yeah, thank you both. I mean, I echo Vicki's sentiment of you just got to go to the museum. It's a great activity to take your kids to on the weekend. I think you said it was open one to three on Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, these great people have such a rich history in their mind of they could tell you stories about all these pieces. It's really fascinating. And uh, don't forget to buy your tickets to the gala. So if you can't make it to the gala, go ahead and get to the RidgewoodHistoricalSociety.org website, and you can just make a donation to the Friends of the Schoolhouse. There's all sorts of levels that you can donate. And most importantly, please come and visit the museum. You won't regret it. Ladies, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a thank good day. Thank you. Thank you.